Today is Free Ride Friday, so make sure you hang on to the end of the episode to hear who won this week's free ride. Every Friday, we give away a lifetime membership to one of our programs. All you got to do to enter our Free Ride Friday contest every single week is to leave us an Apple Podcast review. When you leave us a review, you enter our weekly random draw every single week until you win. It's our way to say thanks for showing us love on Apple Podcasts. Just listen in on Friday to see if you won just like today. It's that simple. Go ahead, take two seconds, pause the podcast, and leave us an Apple Podcast review. You just might win next Friday. All right, let's jump into today's episode. to the $100 MBA show, packing powerful business insights into every single episode with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And in today's lesson, we take on the question, can you build a business alone? No employees, no teammates, no freelancers, just by yourself. Is this possible? What does a business like that look like? Can it be successful? We examine this question and this concept and give it an honest look and give you an answer. If you want to do it solo, is it possible? How would you do it? What are the trade-offs? And are there any limits to your success? We get into all that and more. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Podia. Are you looking to put together and sell an online course, a downloadable of some kind, or start a membership site? One of the biggest challenges in doing that is the technology. How do you put together your sales pages and your course pages and make sure access is secure and collect payment? There's so many complications and there's so many complicated options out there. This is why we love Podia. Podia is the easiest way to sell any kind of online course, downloadable, or start selling a membership. I'm speaking out of experience. I use Podia to sell our courses. What I love about it is that it's clean, it's great looking, and it's simple so I don't fiddle around. In fact, I put together my last online course in about one hour. I'm talking about A to Z, done. But don't take my word for it. Give it a try for free. Sign up for Podia's 14-day trial over at podia.com slash MBA. Again, that's podia, P-O-D-I-A dot com slash MBA. Can you build a business alone, totally by yourself? Well, the simple answer is yes, but what kind of business? You could literally open a lemonade stand in your front yard, and that's considered technically a business, providing a product for a fee. You make the lemonade, you set up the table, you sell it, you collect the fee, done deal. But we obviously are not talking about a lemonade stand. We're talking about a business that can actually sustain your lifestyle and make it a comfortable one. You know, if you're going to go into business and start something and really work hard on it, you want to make sure it's worth your while. So it has the potential to make you financially free. Is this possible? Yes, it is. But there are caveats, and I'll talk about what they are in a moment. This can be done. I've seen it done, and I've done it myself, where I literally ran the whole business by myself. No external help, not even a freelancer, no external services, nothing. Just software and my time. It was a services business. I was creating business websites on WordPress for 
my clients, and this is over a decade ago, and I did everything myself. The marketing, the sales, the service, the actual craft of building the website, the maintenance, uh, the, the customer calls, the invoicing, the financing, everything. And I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs start out this way. And this is what's called being self-employed. This is not being an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is somebody who leverages resources and time in order to produce results for their customers and to be free of the business, meaning that they can step away from it for a month or two, not do a single lick of work, and the business continues to go because they have teammates, they have employees, they have people working on things. The system goes. They build the system. They make the right hires. They put in the assets. They put in all the things they need to do so that it runs by itself. That's what an entrepreneur really is. A self-employed person is somebody who actually works for themselves. Very similar to what I was doing when I was doing my business consulting firm, when I was building websites. This is very similar to somebody who's a doctor and running their own clinic, a chef that runs their own restaurant. They're the business owner and the talent and the really the product. They're really the, the thing they're selling, the service. But it is technically a business. But um, one of the things I learned really early on about 20 years ago is a big difference between a self-employed person and an entrepreneur. I learned this from Robert Kiyosaki's uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, his book. And he has uh, this four-quadrant system that talks about like you have employees, you have self-employed, you have entrepreneurs, and you have investors. And really, these are the four ways people make money in this world. And the top two quadrants are the employed and self-employed, and the bottom two quadrants are entrepreneur and investor. And you really want to be on the bottom quadrants because those two quadrants leverage time, leverage talent. They're not exchanging their time for money. So I worked in my business building websites for other people, but when I was not doing that, I wasn't earning money. There's no way I could step away from it because my clients wouldn't get what they paid for. So let's just flat out say, yes, this is possible, but you're going to have to do it as a self-employed person because that's how it works. You have to hire somebody else. You have to empower somebody else to do that work for you in order for you to be free of that attachment to the business or attachment to delivering that service or delivering that product. Now, having said that, that's still a business. Being self-employed is still a business, and you might enjoy that. You might like that kind of business. People that love control and love their craft will love this type of business. Now, I am of the opinion, even if you love your craft, you're a photographer, you can benefit with some key hires, a manager, somebody who could deal with your finances, somebody to negotiate your rates, somebody to build your website, all that kind of stuff. It's worth having people hired either as a freelancer or as an employee or part-time to help you just focus on your craft as a photographer and not have to deal with the other logistical things. Because that's your magic sauce, right? That's that's your uh, special talent and you should focus on that as a service provider. But even if you didn't, you can still run that business. Now, having said that again, there's limitations. There's only so far you can take that business. When I was building websites for my clients, I was pretty inexpensive in the beginning, but then I raised my prices, raised my prices. But even if I raised my prices to an astronomical amount, let's say, for example, I was charging forty dollars or $50,000 a website, I would need at least six weeks to create that website and deliver it to the client 
and receive my 50 grand. So even if I was charging 50 grand a website, I can really only bring on about eight clients a year, given, you know, holiday season, things like that. And that's not bad. But at the end of the day, I cannot make more than $400,000 a year in revenue, which is a great number. You know, that's not a bad number. That's a pretty healthy business in revenue. But that's basically my ceiling. I don't have any more hours in the day. I don't have any more weeks in the year. And if I don't want to leverage my time and I don't want to hire somebody, that's my ceiling. And I have to come to terms with that. The other thing I have to come to terms with is that that's my ceiling if I max out my hours. That means I don't take vacations. I don't take long breaks. There's no wiggle room for emergencies. And of course, this is in the scenario where I am charging 50 grand a website. This means I'm a super talented website designer and developer, and I'm really sought after. I'm like from the 1% of the 1%. Now, leverage that with maybe a content business where somebody's doing uh, group coaching, maybe somebody's selling online courses. The sky is really the limit. And building that kind of business with a little bit of help with a small team can easily get you to half a million dollars. And there's ways to scale your information, scale your knowledge, uh, one to many, that you just can't do with a service business like I was mentioning, or if you're the only person working on everything. We haven't mentioned all the caveats yet. The other caveat is that you have to be willing to learn everything you need to learn to do everything in your business. That means you have to learn accounting, you need to learn finance, you need to learn website design to build your website. You need to know marketing and sales and copywriting and a bunch of other stuff, plus whatever you do to deliver your value to the marketplace, whether that service or product, whatever you're building, you have to do that too. (laughs) I think you're actually offering customers. So you have to be willing to be patient and be willing to actually learn the things you need to learn to be able to do everything you need to do. And I'm here to say I did that at one point in my career and it is extremely time consuming And what happens is you eventually burn out about 18 months in and realize there's got to be a better way to do this. But that was my experience. And maybe it's not going to be yours. But the point here is is that you can do this, but everything has trade-offs and everything has a cost. So can you build a business alone? Yes, of course you can. But what kind of business? And if you're going to get into business, is it worth it for you to box yourself in and say, it's just going to be me, my way or the highway? and limit your success, limit your time off, have everything reliant on you, think of the pressure that puts on you. Or you could say, I can build a small team that can help me achieve my goals. Because in my experience, even just having a small team of three or four or five people to do a lot for you can really leverage your business to another level and build, more importantly, a lifestyle that you can enjoy. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from our very own Webinar Ninja. Looking for a webinar platform to host your live tutorials, classes, or special events? Feel like you're stuck on a never-ending journey to find that perfect webinar software that's not going to break the bank? We get it. That's why we created Webinar Ninja, an all-in-one webinar software that allows you to host live, automated, hybrid series webinars all in one place. Webinar Ninja also has built-in tools for marketing and selling your digital products during and after your webinar. Whether you're doing a live course, a sales webinar, or building your email list with automated webinars, we have everything you need to get the job done. 
Each plan includes unlimited registrations and webinars. You can also insert pre-recorded videos right inside your live events. Webinar Ninja has been ranked as a top webinar software for the last six years. Not only because it does the job, but it does it well and it's easy to use. Some users say it's the easiest software they've ever used. Want to check it out? Every week, we run a live webinar demo, and we walk you through everything Webinar Ninja has to offer, so you can find out if it's the perfect webinar software for you. Just go to WebinarNinja.com workshop to sign up for our next live demo. Again, that's WebinarNinja.com workshop. To wrap up today's lesson, yes, you can build a business alone. But do you want to? I want to mention one other thing. It's a lonely place to build a business alone. You don't get to enjoy uh, working and learning and managing other people when you're building a solo business. That's a part, that's a big part of the enjoyment and the satisfaction and the reward of building a business is building a team, finding great talent, finding people that can do amazing things for your business, that can generate five and 10x their value in revenue for your business. But I'm not that kind of person to say, there's only one way to do business. This is an option. And it was an option for me at one point in my career. And for some people, this might work for them. This might be exactly what they're looking for, especially if this is a side hustle. But if this is your full-time gig, there's a lot riding on it when it's just on you and there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot to do. I do wanna say there is one advantage to doing it alone at least for the start. When you start out a business and you do everything and you learn everything, it's very easy for you to build a team around your business because you know exactly what every job, what every role is required to do because you did it, right? You can write that job description easily. You can hire these people easily because you did it and you can evaluate that person easily once they're hired because you know what the job uh, entails, you know the challenges and you know what success looks like. So even if you just start out by yourself and start growing your team, there is a you know an advantage of doing everything yourself in the beginning. It's a hard one, you know, I don't recommend it, you know, to everybody, but sometimes you have to when you're bootstrapping your business and that's one of the advantages. You know exactly how to do pretty much every job that you're going to be hiring for. Thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. Today's episode's not over, though, because it's Free Ride Friday. Let's see who won this week's free ride. And the winner is Chi Ju Sai from Taiwan. Chi Ju Sai says, congrats from Taiwan, five stars. This is amazing. I subscribed at episode 100, and I'm up to episode 600. Even living in Taiwan, I can gain a lot of insights and knowledge from this podcast. This is wonderful. I'm looking forward to more episodes. Well, Chiju Sai, you are in episode 600. You got another thousand you can consume and more coming every day. Thank you so much for the uh, rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Your mission is to email me over at omar at 100mba.net so I can hook you up with the free ride to Easy Course, our 30-day course on how to build your own online course in 30 days. It retails for $500 over at easycourse.co but you just want it for free. And you can win it for free too if you're listening and you leave us a Apple podcast rating and review. You enter our weekly random draw, just listen in on Friday to see if you want. It's that easy. Thank you so much in advance for doing that. Before I go, I wanna leave you with this. One of the dangers of building a business by yourself for a long period of time 
is that once you start building your team, if you wait too long, if you you know do it for by yourself for a year or two, you'll start to build bad habits. What happens is that you don't collaborate when you start hiring people. You don't delegate. You don't empower people because you're used to doing everything yourself, making all the decisions, and you tend to stick to those old habits because you've done it for so long. So be mindful of that if you're making that transition, that building a team, that kind of business, total different dynamic. Your job is to empower your new teammates and give them ownership so you don't have to worry about it. Thank you so much for listening and I'll check you in Monday's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.